and welcome to the No Cell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we're dealing with the aftermath of the WWE draft. How did the first shows fare? Uh, we get to No Cell Mark Out for Hell in the Cell. And uh, Corey gets to tell us how the G1 finals happened. So let's get into it. First, let me introduce you to your No Cell crew. First, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, and I'm alongside with, uh, I guess, just the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, hey. Hello, everybody. Real name, no gimmick. Hey, there you go. Uh, Devin Dalwig and Mike Boop are at the medical facility. I'll keep, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll keep it like we did it on the yep. other show. Uh, we'll keep it uh, K-fabe. K-fabe. Yeah. K-fabe. They're at the medical facility. Mm-hmm. I believe um, Devin got his uh, shocked. He got Kane, you know, the testicle shocked. Mm-hmm. And uh, Booble's just there for support. Well, or, I mean, you're you're a kind guy no. for covering up the real thing. Uh, Devin heard that it was uh, free colonoscopies, uh, and he likes a little encouragement and he likes his, you know some support. So Mike's there to hold his hand. <laughs> um, nothing to see there. Nothing to see. Nope, nope, not at all. Not at all. All right, so let's get into this week of wrestling. The WWE draft happened last week, so we got to watch the first. Smackdown of the new the new class and Raw last night's new class. <laughs> Smackdown how do we want to say? They had the go home, the go sorry, the go away New Day match as it's the final farewell. It was the New Day versus the Bar and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. And of course they had to pull out new moves that they never did. Cause that'll be helpful. Right. Uh, you knew. I'm surprised they won. Oh, I knew they would. Because I, like, the feel I, good kind of. I knew they would, but you know, I'm surprised they allowed you, that. You can tell how important they've been to WWE because no other faction or team in history was given the ability to do what they did on SmackDown with the heartfelt comments and then winning a big match. And I mean, got the shield didn't even get that. You know, they had the so they. What did you think of overall of the new episode? They started off with Stephanie and Triple H in the ring, um, welcoming everybody to SmackDown and introducing the new members of the roster. It's weird because, yes, this was the season premiere in the first episode after the brand split, but because of the special matches with the final New Day match and Braun Strowman getting a title match and Triple H and Steph being there, you can't really get a feel for how SmackDown's going to be because there were so many extra things happening. So it's almost like this week's will be the actual litmus test yep. for how SmackDown's going to yeah. be. I will say this, though. Uh, I called it a year ago, and I don't know if you guys <laughs> just didn't care or didn't agree, but I was the only one who felt strongly that they fucked up that entire draft for SmackDown, and that is not what Fox wanted. And sure enough, this year they fixed every fucking thing I oh, said I, and turned it around. I remember last year's draft because the fact that the idea, what we've read on the dirt sheets, was Fox is going to get the wrestling. They're going to get the old SmackDown ways of they're going to put, they want the matches. They want the talent that can go 15 a match. Raw was going to be the 
storyline driven out of the box situation. Which during the initial draft, that's what those two shows always were. Yeah. You had the delineation and, but they did the complete opposite and put all the workers on raw Mm -hmm. and gave all the sports entertainers with a Z to SmackDown. And it made for a shit show and the ratings sucked. And uh, Fox was not happy. Um, But Vince, in typical Vince fashion, felt that he knew more than the Fox uh, people. So when they said, point blank, SmackDown needs to be the A-show, we're paying you this much money, it needs to be sports, he heard, it needs to be the A-show, we're paying you money, so I know what the A-show is, that's Raw. So I'm going to move all of the storyline dudes to SmackDown, so that's why you got The Fiend and Braun and Elias and Corbin, and it just didn't work. Didn't work. Now, those three of those four names are now on Raw. Yep. Uh, yeah, like you were saying about with SmackDown, they had Jeff Hardy on it, who is now on Raw. Uh, New com- Day. Complete mid-card was pretty much just flipped. Yeah, yeah, flipped. Uh, the only, like we've said as for the past couple weeks, the only thing that, do- that SmackDown has going for themselves is the Roman and Jey Uso storyline. I will say Bailey and Sasha. And Bailey and Sasha. Bailey and Sasha had the contract signing. Bailey doesn't sign. So I like that. I feel like probably this upcoming Friday, Sasha's going to knock her out. Can you believe some fans are thinking they're going to stretch this until Mania? Why? The feud. Why? You know how WWE likes Uh, to do match after match after match. But I think after the draft... If their plan for Mania for the SmackDown women's title isn't Sasha versus Bianca Belair, what the fuck are they even doing? You put both of them on the same brand, Mm -hmm. that just screams box office. I agree with you. So that better be the Mania plan. It's it's what we've been talking about for the past year or more. You have your four horsewomen, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, and Becky. Well, you have two on one brand and two out. And one to be back on Raw. So maybe she hired an agent. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe she might be on her way out. Who knows? Yeah. But you have that going on. And then we've been doing this feud with Sasha and Bailey for the past six months. Will they, won't they? Who's going to turn this, that? And then you're going to want to go for another five months till Mania? No. You, God, I hope not. How, as we say every week here, how can you expand your talent and push your talent when you don't give them a chance? You know, we, we talk about this. If you go listen to the Monday Night War Stories at NoSellEntertainment.com, you can, you can hear us just cry over the fact that Triple H is now going, I am the man, I am the game, I want my title shot. That's how we, you build somebody up. That's how you build somebody up. You have them freaking punch the announcer. You have them show something that has you talking the next day. While right now in current WWE, it's, should I even watch the product? As you said last week, Corey, you're one foot out the door. I am. And, and this raw, well, we'll jump ahead. We won't. We'll finish the SmackDown talk. But this raw last night, yeah, did not help matters. It at did all. not at all. Um, so, like we we're saying, so you have good storyline with Sasha and Bailey, Roman and then the, and, Jay. and then Roman and Jay. They, I, I love the fact that. So first off, I hate that they gave Braun Strowman a Universal Championship match while he's on Raw now. What is the point 
of that. Why, why in a wrestling fan's mind, a.k.a. why should I tune in to a show with a guy being drafted to the other team that I know has the other title that has no chance on switching brands? Why should I tune into that when I know Braun Strowman won't be winning without uh, 100%? You shouldn't. It's lazy booking. It's super lazy booking. They, they made the match last week before Braun could be drafted to Raw. So the theory was he's still a SmackDown superstar, although everybody in the goddamn world knew he was going to Raw. Mm-hmm. But it's lazy booking, and they just don't care. They're whatever. It's the attention to detail is missing. It is, and it's it's driving all the uh, long fan the you know the the fans that been through little Jimmy and all that through the new generation of nineteen ninety five new generation attitude era new stuck, new attitude era. I stuck through Mantar and Duke the Dumpster Drosy mm-hmm. and Avatar. And this is like, nope, I'm almost... Yeah. <laughs> I can't it's, fuck this. It's, I get... They're trying to more lean to the 80s styles of, let's bring the kids in. But you have the demographic be, you know, what? The 30, you know, 25 to 35-year-olds that have been watching you since 1999... You're trying to push them out the door by giving us this type of stuff. The, like the only storyline that has driven us to stay with the group is the real storyline of Jay and Roman, which was supposed to be a run, one and done at Clash, but got so over that they were like, "Well, we have to keep this going." And the thing is, I actually like the fact that Roman beats Braun. I think a little too long match. But I love the fact that Roman gets, you know, gets a chair and beats the shit out of Braun. And he's like, I'm doing this for us. I need to be here. I don't want to do this to you at Hell in a Cell. I love you. This was awesome. I love you. It was so good. And then, you know, Roman turns his back and, you know, Jay, free shot. Won't do it. Won't do it. And then Jay's like, you know, I love you too. And then starts beating the crap out of him. I love that type of storyline that it seems Real. It's proof that between that and the Sasha Bailey feud, it's proof that they are capable of still doing compelling storylines that hook you in. The only problem is they have what? Four, three, five, seven, eight, nine, nine hours of weekly television. And we can only come up with two storylines and they're on the same show that, are pulling us in. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else in the entire company. Nothing else. That's pulling us in. Like That's a bad sign. We, uh, we had this discussion the other day, too, that one thing that's missing in main roster is you don't have the guy, what we're saying earlier about Triple H in the war stories, is there's not one guy on the main roster going, I want the title. It's, sure, we have Randy on Monday, but he's just going... Yeah, I can do it so I can get closer to Rick and Cena. But that is three matches too long now. The ambulance match should have been the, have been the payoff. Game. But now we're in hell in a cell. So now that everyone's going, is Randy now going to win it? Is Randy now going to win it? Um, but they don't have anybody on either Raw or SmackDown. Hell, you have 
Otis, the Money in the Bank winner, okay? We get it now with the new Roman. He ain't getting no damn chance here. No. But you don't see him at all teasing using that title. He's he's uh, the, the contract. He is walking around with the contract and a meat, uh, lunch pail, and he's going to court. Well, he's too busy uh, dressing up as a pink luchador on Monday Night Raw. That Mickey James wore the mask in uh, <laughs> yep. last year. Yeah, so... Um, you know. so so for Raw, Raw's episode. Oh Jesus! You get Retribution. You get Ali, the new leader of Retribution, and I dig it. I like the idea of him being the leader. In theory, In it's theory, wonderful. It's wonderful. However, you start the show off with Corey's son's favorite wrestler, God, the Fiend. Damn it. And Corey's number one love interest, Alexa Bliss, Ooh. who's stuck in her trance now. I'll tell you this much, though. That look is working for me. <laughs> <laughs> I am all the way in on that look. I will say that she is the smartest woman on the roster. I'll give you that much. She did what few other women have been capable of doing because she pitched this whole storyline. She figured out how to be the main focal point on one of the shows without ever having to wrestle again, pretty much. Mm -hmm. She can just do the skits with him and be the focal point and the one who's going to get the most over. Genius. Oh. Oh, yeah. Genius. Yeah, you know, she, <laughs> she has been injury-prone yep. for years, so yep. this is a good idea for her. So they show up in the ring, and then Retribution shows up. So they have a little stare down with the Fiend, and then our first match on Raw was the Hurt Business and Retribution in, a, in an eight-man and Retribution loses. I gotta take you back on one thing, though. You said they had a stare down with the Fiend. That's not true. I know. Bray Wyatt paid no fucking attention to Retribution at all. They he attempted was too busy to. holding hands with Alexa Bliss and looking all over. Like, over as in, I'm a fucking main event character. Yeah. Where these fucking guys. First of all, why is Retribution coming after Fiend? Is there a reason he, for this? You remember they want to burn down the WWE. So does he. <laughs> Huh, so ju this just in, the fiend is truly the leader of retribution. <laughs> I was like, this made sense on no level. Then second of all, I like the fact that the hurt business are the ones who are like fuck. We'll take out retribution. Uh -huh. I don't give a. But at the at the heart of it, it's a heel stable versus a heel stable. Mm -hmm. And this isn't 1997, so it comes off flat. Like, we we we've come off and said we like the hurt business. They're yes. a. Modern day evolution horseman type hybrid, and they're, of, and they're booked as badass. And I like it. Booked as badasses, and then they go up against Retribution, who is supposed to be badass, but they're too busy being Mad Max in the Thunderdome. Right. And the Hurt Business beat them clean, clean. A T Bar taps out. T Bar of all the the seven foot near seven foot one. He not Mace, out. not a uh, Slapjack. Nope. Nope, T-Bar. Gotta, gotta protect Shane Thorne. Yeah, yeah. gotta protect Shane Thorne, <laughs> but uh, Dijakovic, you're taking the tap. I was, uh... Mm. But I'll say this. The one thing I liked about Retribution on Raw was the promo uh, Mr. Ali cut after. And surprise, surprise, he can cut a good promo. Oh, shocking. Uh, he announces that he was the hacker. Of course he was. Of course he was. <laughs> and that was, like, from day one. Everyone's like, yeah. oh, that's Ali. But... He comes out and he's like, "I've been, I was, yeah, I, I can upload anything uh, that uh, all the wrestlers in the back have done, all the greed, all the things that they're hiding from everybody. I know their secrets." I'm like, 
See, that part's awesome. And at its core, if you did it right, retribution isn't a terrible idea. But they couldn't have fucked it up more if they tried. I would be, like, if I'm a wrestler in the WWE at this point, I would be more concerned if the Dungeon of Doom showed up. Or maybe even Lenny and Lodi. I would be more concerned about them than Retribution. Yeah. And by the way, Bray came out to play with them again. Oh, yeah. Bray destroys them all. And then it's like, well, they're, they're nothing. They're nothing, yeah. But it, I like the fact that he, you know, they're, <laughs> they're trying to fix the mess up of, hey, who was the hacker? What well, was Ali? Okay, well, we're going to just have him announce it. And you know what, though? It, at least that makes sense because Retribution was able to hack into this, that, and the other and get their shit up there. And so at least that's continuity. And it explains who let them in. Yep. I get it. That part's fine. But wow, they couldn't have fucked this up more if they tried. Yeah. Um, he you know, brings up like the reason why they're starting this group is because he wants to go get the good, talented individuals that were put aside. And it makes sense. Like you said, it all this makes all the sense in the world. But and all of them were put aside too. They were. Like, I mean, if you look at the storyline, Dejakovic was used up in the Keith Lee thing and then pushed to the side and forgotten about. Yep. Mia Yim, same way. She's been the constant in the women's division in NXT, but never pushed. Yep. Never used. Shane Thorne lost his partner, came up to Raw earlier this year with MVP, was going to get a push, pushed him aside. And then Dio Mad, remember what happened with him a year ago? Got f five by uh, yeah. Brock at the and table. And then never got another chance again. Yeah. I think what. <laughs> This is a thing where they had the uh, they had the right idea for the group, but you're doing it wrong by having them put on costumes. Yeah, that's not helping. Why? Why? What is the point of costumes, especially when you can tell who's freaking who? You have Mia Yim with her uh, blue hair. That's easy to find out. Uh, <laughs> there ain't no, there ain't too many dudes built and walking like Dijakovic. No one like that. Uh, Madden's hair. Madden's hair. Sure, Shane Thorne maybe might be the only one that you cannot tell who it is. Well, I could by the, the tats. Okay. So that but, but if you're there. if you're not paying attention to the yeah. tats. But if you play them off, have them come in as a group, but in their normal clothes, it would probably work better. And you can do the the um hacker storyline. Because uh, you can you can do almost everything that you're doing with this storyline without the costumes, and it would probably feel more real. I agree, but we don't want realism. We want characters. Like if we if we if we let, let's let's compare. Why why Corey? Why does the Dark Order get over more than they do than Retribution? Retribution is kind of almost. Okay, they're not doing everything that Dark Order is doing on TV, but they are on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, they're doing the trolling. They're trolling people. They're doing what Dark Order is doing on t- Internet, on YouTube and stuff. On uh, Which is hilarious, by the way. Which is hilarious. But they're not on TV. Yeah. But why the subtle differences of Dark Order is fun and stuff, but they're, they are different on TV same thing goes with retribution. I'm glad I was just about to mention Dark Order, so I'm glad you said it. Because Dark Order is more realistic. It's they put masks on, but you know who they are. They're not trying to hide who they are. They have a, a leader 
who is trying to make them more than some other parts. It's a cult. Um, but you know who each one is. And they actually treat them like they have a... But also, they treat them as if they're, they're real because they are characters. You know it's John Silver. You know it's... You know it's fucking Anna Jay who got... Jesus, by the way. Uh, you know it's fucking... Uh, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, mm-hmm. you know, it's Colt mm-hmm. and he's, you know, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. You know, it's not like they're behind ridiculous masks. Like, oh, I know that's supposed to be Stu Grayson, but now he's called Flapjack. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's but it's not it, stupid. But it, like with Dark Order, it's like he's, a, he's number one. He's number two. He's number three. Because you know? of when they joined. Yeah. Except for the only one that doesn't fit that is 10. Yeah. Because he came early, but his name is Preston Vance. So, so 10. Yeah. Yeah, sure, I, I get that. Yeah. But then you go with Retribution, and it's like, I'm Slapjack, and I wear a mask. But it's so like, Dijakovic, I'm T-Bar, but I have face paint like Demolition. It's just like, don't do that. Don't. Just come out. You can do the same, same shtick that Dark Order does. It, f- it feels like the wrestling business as a whole, but especially Vince McMahon. Just cannot get past uh, Mad Max. So many times they've just mined that well. And it's... Yeah. It's 2021 almost. Well, it is. And you know what? another thing about 2021 is, hey, we have two brands, correct? Oh, yeah. SmackDown. Remember, we have three NXT, but SmackDown and Raw. We just had a draft. We just separated the rosters again. Last week. Last week. Well, Miz and Morrison face off against Tucker and um, his tag partner. Where is it? Uh, El Gran Gordo. AK, it's just Otis with a mask on. Why? Like, you have... You just did a brand new roster. You just... Did a draft, but you keep switching people over. It's stupid. And because Vince just does whatever he wants. He thinks nobody will remember from week to week. I can't, for the life of me, figure out why they didn't move Otis to Raw. What's he going to do on SmackDown? You took away the girl. You took away the tag team partner. You took away the feud. You left him with a briefcase. Roman's way too hot to even tempt that. Mm Mm-hmm. He would have been so much better suited on Raw, where they could continue this stupid little feud. They have an extra hour. It just it boggles the mind. You could have put Otis over on Raw and moved Ricochet to SmackDown, where he might actually fucking get used. By the way, Ricochet on main event again this week. Of course he is. Um, but you're you're right with the whole uh, stupid that you have all this talent in the world that you could have put. Ricochet with Tucker for the week. It do, it doesn't matter. You have and you you have an entire roster. You have everybody in the back yeah, that, that you be, haven't even used. But it no, be, it could be fun. You can have them. F- they can they can face Miz and Morrison three weeks in a row. Tucker with a different partner each time. Yeah, the whole storyline could be finding a new partner. Yeah, be, but you know they're sticking with that. The Miz is and the Miz is going to go to SmackDown sometime because he has to the go court. to court with Otis, but. Just it's just move him to raw. It, it, it just move him to raw because the fact that Roman's too hot right now to even give him a chance with the hint, with just a hint 
Uh, using money in the bank. You don't want to cool him off by wasting time with Otis at this point. No. It would cool him off. Otis, if Otis cashes in, it will be a spear. That's it. He's not getting less than two minutes. I have noticed one concern on SmackDown. Hmm. And it's a concern for both, but since SmackDown is the one that matters and it's a champ that matters, no offense to Drew, but Roman's white hot. Yeah. After the Jey Uso thing, there's not a lot of main event level mm-hmm. names to feud with him. Like, who, who's next? Big E has to be the plan for Mania, but you can't do it until Mania. So what the fuck are you going to do you from ha- November you, through February? You, that's true. You know, you do have the hint of the internet saying um, maybe Rocket. Um, that's Mania. Mania. But, but we want Big E. Yeah, it's got to be Big E. You got to think of the future at this point. God damn. <laughs> yeah, you don't say. <laughs> they we, desperately need to look at the future. Because uh, with with I'm on their SmackDown roster. You got Big E, who should be being pushed soon. Yeah. Uh, you have One Eye, Alistair Black, Hill, Hill. Uh, I mean, I guess you could do Kevin Owens, Apollo Cruz. My guess is Owens. Owens. Oh, I think Owens is, will be. You have Sullivan. Um, Heel. Somehow Mustafa Ali is still on SmackDown. Oh, yeah. they've. Compl- I looked at that the other day. They completely fucked it up. Um, yeah, that's it. Shorty G. Yeah, there's not a Seth lot of... Seth Rollins. Heel and taking time off. Yep. You have Shinsuke. You have Naka. You Tag have team. Cesaro. Um, Mojo. I mean, come on. I know. You have nobody. Daniel Bryan. They could do Brian. So Brian and Owens are pretty much the only options. Oh, no, unless you want to sacrifice Dominic <laughs> or oh, Ray. Well, that'd be. I mean, you could do Ray. You could do Ray. Um, that could be good matches. Good storyline, especially if since Rollins is taking time off, you can do. Because I'm assuming this is just an a- assumption, but you got to assume the Usos end up with Reigns. Oh yeah. Uh, so that that could be the feud is the the tribe against. Mysterios and Murphy, because I have a feeling they're gonna. Murphy will be the old uh, proverbial babyface boyfriend at some point. I'm looking at the roster right now. You know, you can who you can team Dominic with? Who? Kalisto. You can forget. Except that he, he was turning heel. Yeah, you can forget that in a week. That's also another one. Why the fuck did they split all them up before the break actually happened? You could have had a feud there, but they moved the other two to Raw. <laughs> That's uh, who it was. It was it was fucking Ricochet versus Grand Metal Leak on main event this week. Of course it was. I'd watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, Kane's still on the main roster on oh SmackDown. Oh, fucking God. He'll show up one of these weeks. He'll face Roman for one week. I'm um, hoping they built... Because they, they moved, like, everybody over to, to Raw. Like, Riddle, you could have conceivably built up. Uh, Keith Lee could have been built up. You should have moved him over. Uh, it, I don't know. It just seems like... Well, yeah, because on Raw, you have AJ with his new bodyguard, um, which I think is funny. Yeah. Uh, You have Strowman on the Raw. You have Garza. Lesnar's there. Um, Ginger's there? I did not know that. Uh, You can do Jeff Hardy, Riddle. um, Murphy's somehow still on Raw. (laughs) Shane's on Raw. Uh, Who else? You have The Fiend. Jesus, the if you're looking at the rosters, Hurt business, uh, Raw has like oh no no I'm just saying you, if you're looking at the rosters, there's a lot of people on Raw, but there's a lot of 
like it's just the announcers or legends or something. So like Raw's roster isn't as big as you think it is. No. Because you have like a lot of people on Raw here. And it's like Booker T's on the main roster. Like Hardy should have maybe stayed on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Raw, we got a Elias concert, like we what we needed. Um, that then Jeff Hardy interrupted to lead to one of our matches that we get to mark out no sell later on. I don't understand this feud. It was made perfectly clear back in May that Jeff Hardy was not the one who hit him. That it was, in fact, Sheamus. But yet Elias is pissed at Jeff Hardy and blaming him for it. Checks out. What? It checks out, you know, because... Yeah. Um, Another thing about what and about how you can build the future, but you don't. Your main event for Raw was Braun Strowman versus Keith Lee. I saw a thing about Keith Lee has had like nine matches on Raw, okay? And I don't remember how it goes, but it goes six have ended in uh, DQ. Mm -hmm. And he's won the other three. Um, This week, he loses to Strowman, but Strowman like low blows him. Yeah. You're trying. It's 50-50 booking here, folks. And then he turns heel? Then... Keith Lee drop kicks uh, Strowman in the nuts. But wasn't Strowman heel? Yes, he is. I'm so confused. So it's heel versus heel. Heel versus soon to be heel? I don't know. I guess. But the uh, one of the things I want to bring up is how they ended Raw. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Story time with Randy Orton. As Randy Orton has this cell drop down and he's sitting in the middle of the ring. Talking about how he's going to win at money at Hell and Cell and this that calls out Drew. Drew comes out and Drew shuts the gate door to the Hell and Cell. And folks, we ran out of time to find out what happens next. Old school. You like that or you don't? Eh, I didn't like it much. But old school. Yeah, the whole oh, you you draw him into the pay per view. Mm -hmm. You want to see him touch pay per view. As old school as you can get. I would like that if it was their first time. Yeah. Not their third time. Uh, I no. No, it's it's. I don't. It, Raw was not good. That, no, I mean, it wasn't. That was, uh, that was a tough pill to swallow. Another thing is you break up the iconics. And you have Peyton Royce tag team with Lacey Evans, so you just have her especially go to the new since team. she's the one you meant to push. But yeah. Billy Kay is over on SmackDown. Presumably, we'll get a bit of a push because you know that's how these things work, right? Yeah. Uh, one thing I would say this about what they're doing with the Thunderdome is I like the idea that they are bringing in people to focus on. Like, oh, look, there's Ric Flair. Oh, look, there's Big Show. When Daniel Bryan returned on SmackDown, look, there's Brie Bella. Uh, Goldberg, yeah, yeah, that, hey, there's something that the the rumors are. That's a Savar Series match, buddy. I'd put money on it. That it's going to be uh, Roman versus Goldberg, and it's going to be a one, two, three quick match for Mr. Goldberg. Uh, I mean, Mr. Reigns. As it should be. As it should be. But I like that. Like the you're trying to make the Thunderdome special. So how do you do it? You have people sit in for a match or two, and then you can call them out. Like JBL and Henry were part of it. Like on Thunderdome on SmackDown, they so it was Keith Lee. No one. He just yeah. sat there bored, looking at his fucking all shit. Keith Lee looked bored. Yeah. But like they do that, they did that on on 
On Raw. On and Raw SmackDown. and SmackDown. They started on SmackDown. Yeah. But I, I honestly think they used the same footage with for Flair because Flair was on both shows. And I Do, uh, Did you see the fan outed them as using her footage multiple times? Yeah. Because uh, it, was, it was on NXT last week. And she's like, but I'm here at AEW. So yeah. can I? So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so a couple things about the Thunderdome. Um, you got ratted out by you were using the same stock footage of people. And two... Today, I, they, thought you, I was wondering if you were going to bring this. I up. was going to bring it. today. Um, full sale, or or just the Thunderdome all area. All three, all three, are might be hot spots for COVID nineteen. Uh, they're being investigated as such by the state of Florida. There's eighteen particular places inside the Orlando County, and three of them are WWE places. Hmm. That could be an issue. That might be a big issue. Just shut it down. Yeah. Or, yeah, and you, the W fans in mass. What about dynamite? What about it? They're not in the Orlando. They're in Jacksonville. It's a different municipality, and they weren't charged with anything. Yeah, <laughs> so um, WWE uh, might be in trouble here, folks. As uh, maybe Hell in a Cell might be the last of them. I that. mean, they've treated this entire thing like a nuisance that they don't really have to worry about. To be honest, so I'm not shocked. Yeah, they. Um, we've been trying to tell them. We've been saying, hey, guys, you're, uh, you're fucking up. And take it seriously. Take it serious. And nah, it's fine, bro. We're, we're fine. Um, the ratings for SmackDown was under two. And I think Raw might have been it was low. low. But this week, Fox <laughs> has the World Series. So, so SmackDown's Smack- on FS1. Not going to look good. ratings this week will be anemic. Terrible. I remember last year, it was like a... 1.3 or something yeah. like that. Did you watch uh, AEW? I did. <laughs> what was your feelings towards it? Because I know we did the Mark at No Self since it was the one-year anniversary, mm-hmm. and nothing really changed. I enjoyed the tag title match. Um, I didn't like the fact that Cody and Orange went 20. Yeah. There was no need. And now they're going towards the rematch. Yeah, in two weeks. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed Archer and Moxley for what it was. It wasn't great, but for what it was, it was fine. Yeah. I liked it. Was Eddie, the, it was their New Japan match. Yeah, I liked Eddie Kingston on commentary and afterwards, and then attacking him. Yeah, um, Big Swole is not good. No, I mean that match. And, and you know, it's funny because I know during the day that day, like Britt Baker came out and talked about how hey. Don't change the channel on us. We're good. Yeah. And then you watch, well, and then like you're, you have one or two good. They, there has been a groundswell on the internet wrestling community, Joe, mm. that AEW isn't fair to their women because they're not getting multiple matches per Dynamite, and the matches are kind of short. But there's reasons for that. One, a lot of the girls are green, so they're getting the reps in. Not, you don't want to have a fucking 15-minute match with Big Swole. Trust me. Second of all, they have to perform well for TNT. This is their only way of making money, is the TNT deal. Because in their contract, they go, it goes, if you don't do new shows weekly, we can cut your contract. And hit a certain number. Yeah. Which they've always been above. So, but... They have to hit it. This is the only way they're making money right now. Mm-hmm. And from day one, the women's matches on Dynamite ratings-wise have always been the number one ratings killer. They lose thousands 
every time a woman's match happens. Mm -hmm. So if that's happening for you and you got to stay in business, Joe, are you going to put three women's matches on Dynamite? No. You, you, no. They're going to put it on Dark. Yeah, that's what they do. They have matches on Dark. And one's with Brandy, Brandy Rhodes all the time. Not good. I, like, uh, I, I, I get what you're saying. I yeah. get it. And I, I, it's one of those things of all of them are green. Why you, if you look at MLW or not MLW, uh, Impact or you look at WWE's main roster or NXT, they have the far more repped. More Women. so than male talent, mm -hmm. when AEW was getting off the ground, the WWE purposely picked up every fucking female they could sign. And they did, yeah. And they did. Yeah. So AEW, they've got some nice pieces, but it's a work-in-progress division mm -hmm. that's going to and, take some time. And I get it. Like, and I, I, like I said, I get it. It's on, most of the matches on Dark because they're getting the reps. But you, you can see like AEW is going through what WWE did. Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. One match, three minutes. Uh, 10 years ago. It's not as misogynistic as 20 years ago. With yeah. There's yeah. no pudding involved in these three-minute matches. Okay, so, yeah, we'll fast-forward 13 years. So, yeah. you know, NXT. And, you yeah, know, Kelly Kelly wouldn't go in you yeah. know, 18 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I get, what, you're, I get what, what people are saying. Like, hey, you're trying to be, you know, full. Uh, you know, you're trying to be ahead of WWE or be ahead of them because you're there's no storylines or no good guys, bad guys type thing. And we accept everyone and everybody and all this and that. But when you give them one women's match a week on the, your main product on Dynam on TV, on TNT, a lot of people, especially in being in this new wave of internet and how people think and say and equals equals and, you know, you do six matches on Dynamite, but only one women match. Some people will be like, hey, what's up with that? No, and I, I kind of understand. I'm getting a little tired of the, of the battle cry for, like, I, I'm of the opinion it needs to be good to be on your main mm -hmm. show. Yeah. If it ain't good, it shouldn't be on. I, men, women, I don't care. If it's not good, don't put it on that show because you have to make money and get ratings and all that. Uh, so I've, you know, that's how I feel about it. Um, look, they were dealt a shitty hand with women. WWE gobbled up everybody they could. And they did the same to MLW. MLW signed one woman to announce the start of their division, but then she immediately got hurt. And if question mark is whether that division is even going to happen now. Yeah. Uh, and Impact had their women already. So, I mean, like, whether people want to admit it or not, in North America right now, the talent pool for women in wrestling is not as big as men. That's not to say they're not as talented. I'm just saying numbers-wise, there's not as many. There's what? If I had to guess, let's say 1,000 men on the indies right now, mm -hmm. there's what? A hundred women? Yeah. Like maybe? We watched the... Like, um, you know, uh, Zen and you discussed it last week, the collective. Yeah. How there were a lot of women matches. However, a lot were with the same or it's a fatal five way or fatal four way mm -hmm. or a tag match. But it was. There's just not uh, as many. You know, Alley, uh, Alley Cat. Um, uh, and a lot of uh, them are not ready to be on a televised. A national yep. televised Thing. Yeah, it's I'm, just the way it is. It is, and a thing with like you know, and like we 
no, Mark Del Noso last week, and it's just like you watch this week's AW, and it's just like you had five title match or four title matches. Not, no, it's one of those things. You had four t- four title matches, and the opponent to the champion, you go, yeah, that, they're not going to win. The only one we thought was maybe Archer. Like, a slight 2% chance. I love the fact. Talk about balls, though. I love the fact. And it's a different world right now. I get it. Uh, minimal fans at Daly's Place. And who knows what the buyer But I love the fact that it looks like Eddie Kingston's getting that pay-per-view world title shot. Uh, yeah. yeah. I would say That's I l- balls. I love the fact that they... MJF, Kingston, uh, Lee... Did the last the one before uh, MJF? Yeah, like that's balls. That's mm-hmm. they're backing up what they said. They're putting new people in those positions, whether they work or not. You know, we'll see. Trial by error. Not everyone's going to land, but they're doing it, and I think that's great. That's what WWE needs they to need, do. Yeah, and that's what we were saying earlier about you know who's Roman facing <laughs> Goldberg. Fucking of court, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they did it with Uso, but let's be honest, it was supposed to be a one-off just to get them to bray at fucking hell in the cell. Thank God those chance plans yeah. changed. Um, but yeah, I love Eddie Kingston and Moxley. It, I mean, I love that, that you know, keep your friends, enemies close type thing, and chokes them out. When is Moxley losing the belt? That's the question. Mm-hmm. The only thing I worry about with him, he's done great as the champ. I think he's been what they need. Yeah, but it's like. I think they need a world title match that isn't a no DQ crazy brawl, mm-hmm. and he just hasn't done one yet. Because every like, you're right, almost every title match that he does, there is a stipulation to every match he's it's in. It's no DQ. It's this that can't or the other. use the DDT. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's worked, and I've had, and I'm not tired of him as champ, but I can. S- I feel like with me, it's maybe getting close. Like we need a title match that's just a title match, mm-hmm. wrestling. Do you think it might be because they're still waiting? Like, they're praying for fans, more fans? They're because, holding off. Because Full Gear is November 7th, mm-hmm. and they're uh, it's looking like Kingston and Moxley. Yeah, and Kingston ain't winning that belt. And another thing you can say, oh, like we've been talking about how they're just throwing stuff out there just to do it, okay? Here's what I'm talking about. They're doing a number one contendership tournament. Tournament, yep. yeah. To determine number one contender to Moxley, and it'll probably after be after full, full gear. However, it's like Warlow versus Jungle Boy, Hangman Page versus Colt Cabana on one side, and then you have Ray Phoenix versus Pentagon Penta uh, Penta, and then Joey Janela versus Hangman Page. No, it's Janela and is, uh, oh no, it's Omega. I apologize, yeah. Omega, because Hangman's place in yeah. the. Uh, I mean, it's obviously Page and Omega. Yeah, at full and gear. that's like one of those things that just like, once they showed it, they showed the poster, I just went, oh, so it's Omega and Hangman at the end of the tournament. But I, I kind of see what they're doing, though, because, yes, that's the, I mean, I would assume that's the finals. I'm not booking it, but yeah. I would assume that's the finals. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm like 98% sure on but this one. they're using the tournament to get over some of those guys that haven't had title opportunity first. I mean, they're not going to win, but to have Jungle Boy or Wardlow at least associated with the title tournament, in theory, builds them up. But, so with the... I get what you're saying with this whole... Uh, um, with them doing the thing, the tournament. But you have 
Um, Warlow versus Jungle Boy, and I bet you Warlow's going to win. So probably have him face Paige to try to help that out, help him. Um, Janela's just in a bad spot again. He's going against Omega, who's just going to be like, yeah, we're going to... You're done. You're done after, you know, week one. Um, am, Penta, I Penta, for, am I wrong for believing that's Janela's... Um, place? Place? Yeah. I'm... I I, be- I like him. But I became a fan of his for his Janela zone, yeah. and I still like him. I like but the guy, but I, I think like, that's his but place. But his place is going to be: um, we're going to put you against the big guy to put the big guy over. He's a mid Carter. You're a mid Carter. That's why they put him with Sunny Kiss for the tag team, which was going to go somewhere before COVID hit. Now they're stuck on dark. But you have Penta L Zero M versus Ray Phoenix, and then you're probably going to get Kenny versus one of them. Probably, I think it'll probably be Phoenix because yeah. of their AAA history. Uh, yeah, I think Phoenix, uh, he has the bigger upside. And I think, which is weird because a couple of years ago, Pinta was on fire. And Pinta's still awesome. It's just that Phoenix is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but I think you're going to have Hangman versus Warlow to help Warlow get over more. But like you said, and I was with you the whole time, that's going to be... Um, Page and Omega. Page and Omega. Um, so, I mean, if you're just guessing, because they haven't really officially announced much of anything, but it'll be Kingston and, and Moxley. Yeah. It sure looks like it's going to be Jericho MJF. Yeah. Page and Omega. Yeah. I don't know. I know they want to stretch. For the, the crowd? For the, no, for the tag match. Yeah. But I kind of feel like they've given up on it because it's just not happening fast. Because on this upcoming Dynamite yeah. 2, there's another fatal four-way for the number one contendership. Private Party versus Butcher and Blade versus Alex Three Reynolds and J- uh, John Four Silver and the Young Bucks. Young Bucks are now going after the titles. And I, I it's one of those things I just hope they don't. But I know it. what you said. They're gunning. They're going for that spot now. That, the Bucks and FTR at full gear. I... I get, I know they want to wait, yeah. but how much longer can you hold it off? You know what I mean? Like, I could see a little longer. I, I wouldn't count out the idea of maybe private party getting the shot in a shocker, but it sure looks like it's the Bucks. Yeah. You know, my joke is have one of them say they're hurt for like six months. You know, let them I take guess, a vacation. Yeah. Let them run. Let them just do backstage stuff. Like, that's something they could do. Oh, and just say one of the Bucks is hurt, and then you can have them beat this backstage, and you just don't see them. Oh, and Cody and Darby Allen TNT title at Full Gear. Oh, yeah. So really, if those are the matches that end up happening, that's a pretty good looking card. Yeah. Um, I hope it's better than All Out. That just that thing was snake bit. And you know, and like, that's why I'm afraid of the Bucks and FTR because of the fact that it won't be as hot. Yeah. But for temperature wise. Yeah, I'm just. Plus, I don't understand. FTR is heel, mm-hmm. so the Bucks turned heel. Yep, that's interesting, Tommy. I was talking to I was talking to somebody about this situation because he was like he was watching at the time, and now he's not because of COVID, and he's not into wrestling. He just follows it here and there, and with me talking to him about it all the time, he watches it here and there. And he brings up he's like, "What's the storyline of uh, Omega and Page? They're leaning towards someone turning heel, Page turning heel on him and stuff." I'm like. No, the Bucks and Omega have turned heel. And but then uh, again, they haven't even been together. Is Omega a heel? I don't know. 
Because really, he doesn't act like it when on commentary or when he wrestles. That's true. Be- Ever since that pay-per-view. When he walks out going, are you with me or against yeah. me? Ever since then, they've been dickish hills, and he's just been Kenny Omega. It's weird. I don't know. I, I feel like there's another piece that's going to happen. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, AEW has been something. Uh, NXT. Uh, what can I... What slipping along. I'm trying to think what happened last week. Uh, and I watched it. The, so did I. The Undisputed Era's number one contenders to Fandong, or Brizongo. Brizongo, yeah. God, I hope they win. Um, I just watched it like two days ago. Yeah, I right. I have no recollection of anything that happened on it. I don't, like, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know that Priest beat whoever was his challenger. Uh, Priest beat. Who did he beat? I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I'm I don't a... remember. Uh, who did he wrestle? It just it just fucking happened. Uh, not Thatcher. It wasn't Thatcher. It wasn't Bronson Reed, who's been nowhere to be found. Grimes? Not not Grimes, because Grimes Grimes interfered. Interfered. Who the hell did he? <laughs> wrestle? See, that's kind of how bad all wrestling is right now. That yeah. we can tell you. Oh yeah, this happened on. Such and such, but now it's really bugging me now. It wasn't Champa, it wasn't Dream, it wasn't Kushida. Um, oh, I know we can. I I don't. Oh, Priest versus Loomis. Oh, Loomis. Yeah, but the only highlight I can bring up from NXT in two weeks, sir. NXT Halloween Havoc, spin the wheel. Make a deal. And they're going to WWE it, though. But, oh, I know. You know uh, Shotzi, that overacting was, was, was terrible. And what's... Gargano's afraid of wheels? That's, that's, that's the, the theory? That's the joke. That's the joke. But, so the rumor was, I saw, that they might be doing... They, they, the, the title matches. So it's going to be Priest versus Gargano again. And then EO... Versus uh, LeRae again. again, and it's going to be both are going to be the spin the wheel, make a deal. Yes, situation that is correct. What so I have the photo here, and these are some of the matches that they could do, uh, but they won't. Uh, boiler room brawl, a shot sees choice, weapons wild match, trick or street fight. That'll probably be that one. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that one? Coal miners on a pole match. Please do that one. Uh, blindfold match. That might be funny. Please don't do that one. Yeah. Casket match. Uh, chambers of horror. That'd be great. I'm kind of hoping. I'm praying for that one. Uh, Buried alive. Bikers chain match. And then, uh, something devils. Something match. I don't know. It looks like you get set on fire. But it's probably probably a street fight and a chain match. Am I wrong in surmising that um, Priest will retain? But Candice kind of needs to win that title, doesn't she? Yes. Um, they she, can't keep going to her and having her lose. She's been, uh, yeah, she's been losing a lot, a lot. And she's like Mia Yim. Yeah. So they kind of have to shit or get off the pot. So they need to give her the belt, and Eo will be fine without it for a while. So I think that one's a title change. 
Uh, I see Priest keeping that belt. They, have they, they need they, and the thing is, I think for, and I talked to my buddy about this too. He's like, I haven't seen WWE promote anything lately. I'm like, they should be. Look at AEW. They're promoting the stuff during the pay- playoffs of NBA, MLB, anything that's on TNT or TBS. There is a pub for their show. There's nothing for Raw. There's nothing for Smack- SmackDown, sure, because if you're watching Fox, they have to pub it during the, the show, the games. And there's your problem. Uh, Fox does all the advertising for SmackDown or else there would be none. AEW has to survive by word of mouth, so they're getting their shit out there. WWE doesn't give a fuck. They're, they're the institution, and they're acting like it. And I've heard the theory that Vince is, like, quote-unquote, in denial about how ice-cold his product is and how nobody gives a shit anymore. He firmly believes that it's only because of the pandemic, yeah. and as soon as it's done, he'll be back to 5 million viewers a week. He honestly believes that. He also, do you know why there was a pay-per-view a week after SummerSlam? Why? It wasn't just to get Roman the belt back. They could have done that on SmackDown, which probably would have helped ratings on Fox. The theory with the pandemic now is let's pump as much product uh, out to the crowd as we can, whether it's good or not. That's why there was an extra takeover. That's why there's a takeover in December. That's why payback happened. That's why, that's, that's the, their theory right now is, Pump shit out, whether it's good or not. Give them hours of stuff to watch. That's their thought. So don't be surprised it, it, if there's another pay per view after Survivor Series, real quick. I won't be, but like, especially when you're using a big old name of Halloween Havoc, you would think you would try to pump that as much as you can because of the fact that the older uh, demographic that only we'll watches, remember that. huh? We'll remember yeah, that. they will remember that, but. They're not going to. Well, I mean, in all fairness, they weren't even... Vince might not even know there's a Halloween Havoc happening. Uh, the only reason they're even doing a Halloween Havoc is because Cody tried to get the trademark for AEW. Mm-hmm. So they 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 won the battle, but then they actually had to do something with it. So it's like, well, one okay. thing One thing that they should do, and, and I think they need to do a, more often than none, a themed... NXT TakeOver, but do it like the old, you know? NXT TakeOver presents Bash at the Beach. That is a month-long pub. Instead of on TV. Instead of on TV. Because they did Great American Bash. In one week. In one week. Oh, yeah, it would be nice if it was one week, too. Um, But, like, when they do those type of things, it's always a, oh, it's it's in two weeks. Instead of, hey, in one month. Like, they've been doing it, too, like, with... um, NXT TakeOver in your house. They pub that for like a whole month. Don't be surprised if they do do that. I know that um, they got a couple of other copyrights to keep them away from Cody. Uh, one of them being Slamboree. So don't be surprised if there's a Slamboree oh, next year sometime. Yeah. I mean, of all Same the ones, graphic. I'm not too sure. Same why graphic s- from... <laughs> yeah. I'm not too sure why Slamboree, of all things, would have been one you were desperately needing to get. But no. hey, I would have fought maybe for Super Brawl. Maybe, but they're gonna get WrestleFest for AEW and <laughs> Blood and Guts. That'd be awesome if if Cody retaliated by just getting old discarded WWF pay per view names. Yeah, like uh oh, next week's Dynamite Ground Zero. <laughs> Piss him off. That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be, uh, speaking 
Speaking of pay-per-views, let's mark out no-sell for the four matches they have announced for this upcoming Sunday's which, Hell in a Cell. Which goes into what I said. They, they don't care about building it up. They're just throwing products There's down. four matches, sir. One is Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Could not care less. Yep. Hell in a Cell match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey versus Sasha Banks. I mean, it's been built up forever, and I'm yeah. sure the match will be fucking great. Yeah. Bailey is on fire. Yeah. Once you got that Karen haircut. Uh, next Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. I'm sure it'll probably be good, but I'm, I'm, match yeah, no, been it. no selling it. Yeah, yeah I, I know. It'll probably be good. For the first time, sir, since they don't do that often. A Hell in a Cell match, sir, but it's an I quit Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Universal Championship. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso. Now this I will mark out for. I do you like the idea of the stipulation? Because in the first one, like it's I I like it because it's good storytelling that he didn't quit the last match. The brother uh Jimmy threw in the towel. It, it's continuity. Because mm-hmm. he needs to quit and Jay can't throw in the towel in Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So I like it. It's great continuity. Um, that I have no issue with at all. And I'll mark out the hell for it. I, I So what are we, uh, two and two? Yeah, two and two. That's about right for the paper these days. Yeah, about, you know. Real quickly before we move on from the weekend. Yeah. Bound for Glory is Saturday. Oh, is it now? So let me bring up the top matches there at least and see from a guy who doesn't watch Impact, I want to see if okay. anything resonates with you. Okay. Uh, main event, Eric Young and Rich Swan for the Impact World title. It was interesting. Yeah, I did see the storyline that like Swan was retiring or quitting. He, got, he had a serious injury, came back from it, then they had Eric Young hurt him the first night back to, pros, Le, know, to le- prolong it. Legit injury? No. No. Yeah, legit. The first time around? Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. I think it was a ruptured Achilles. Oh. Again, like a lot of did, people have been getting. Yeah, did he? Did he, he was gone for like 10, 11 months. Oh, so he was like coming back, and then they yeah. played that card. Okay. He first matched back, Eric Young attacks it and hurts him again. Mm, okay. And it really looks like Swan's going to get the belt. Good for him. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Turn. Yeah. Uh, Four-way for the tag titles. The Motor City Machine Guns, the North, the Good Brothers, and Austin, Ace Austin, and Madman Fulton. And I'm high on Ace Austin. That, that, just the names alone, that seems like it might be a good match. Uh, There's a six-way X division. That'll be good, but... Is, 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 uh, is that with, um, what's her name? Is she? Jordan Grace. Is she part? Jordan Grace, is she part? She's in the X Division match, yeah. No, of course. Okay. Okay. So it's Jordan Grace, Rohit Raju, TJP, yeah. Trey Miguel, Willie Mack. I'm hearing uh, TJP is a uh, real uh, POS in yeah. real life, too. Uh, which way? The extreme right way or the <laughs> um, Velveteen dream way? Both. Yes. Yeah. I, I can co sign on both, yeah. yes. It's a shame, really. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe speaking of Halloween Havoc, by the way, uh, Velocity Dream gets the uh, Chamber of Horrors, but real life? Yeah, that'd be oh, fine with that. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, oh, the women's match, Deanna Parazzo and Kylie Ray for the Knockouts title. Have you watched any of the Kylie Ray matches from the Collective or just from the Black Label Pro? I watched... The, the Shelly one. I, wa- I haven't been able to watch the mm. Shelly one yet, and I want to. I watched the one over here with Zen one day, and that was really good. Mm. I can't remember who she... Was it Lee? No, no. It was a, it was a while ago. Oh, okay. It was a really good match, um, and she's been better in 
impact. So we'll see where that goes. And I know there's more, but for the life of me, I can't remember a fucking other match. So something probably doing Heath Slater and Rhino. Or- oh, they're, they're in the uh, there's a 20 man or 20 person because I think there's some women in it. Mm-hmm. Battle Royal uh, or Gauntlet uh, for a chance. So you win, you get to call out a title shot of your choice. Uh, two people start every... It's a rumble. Okay. Two people start, and every 90 seconds, another person comes in. And uh, Hernandez won the right to be number 20. So that's an advantage. Oh, Eddie Edwards and Ken Shamrock. That's what's happening. Hardcore? Yeah. Crazy oh, ass grandpa Ken Shamrock. Of course. Of course. So, of course. It, it's going to be a good card, if nothing else. Oh, uh, EC3 and Moose. Because... In an undisclosed location match. Hmm. But... Uh, Interesting. It'll be an interesting uh, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, something uh, to bring back up. Uh, so Zen watched the collective yeah. all last week. A lot of COVID tests are a now. Lot, a lot of a lot of the indie people now coming out. I know they're getting tested, and but there's been a few positives here. That Tony Deppen got it. Uh, got tested positive. Um, Dan the dad. Dan the dad. There's a couple other ones, but it's just like, and everyone's coming out. Like Janella came out and said how they are all space. They all wore masks. I watched some of those shows, like just like you did, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't always the case. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no. take take Janella's quote with a huge grain, grain of salt. salt. Yeah. Um, um, did you uh, hear about uh, Marco's brother? Yo, yes. I read the entire thing. What a POS. He, uh, brother Stunt tried to, uh, grope a woman and then text her, oh, it's just messing around with you. I thought you were into me. Nah, is that guy, how you do it? Basic guy defense. Oh, I thought you were into me. Is that how you do it these yeah. days? Yeah. You know? That's how they do it. Yeah. I wouldn't have the, the nerve to do that, but, you know, yeah, apparently. You know, apparently. Uh, there is a new NWA TV title champion. Who? Uh, the Pope. Oh, the Pope one. Okay. Yeah. Well, Zicky Dice did one out, so maybe now he'll get his release. I think so. Zen, uh, producer Zen tweeted that, uh, just texted it to me and he, Ziggy Dice, uh, tweeted out, I think he wanted one in pink. I need one in the pink, as he put it. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know where Zicky Dice goes from here. The end of A seemed like a pretty good spot for him. I like the character. He seems like a cool guy, but that, that doesn't scream AEW or NXT to me, do you? Nope. Exactly. So. What? Not sure. Um, <laughs> what's happening with NWA? Um, of all of the wrestling companies in North America right now, the NWA got absolutely decimated the most by COVID, the pandemic. It absolutely curtailed all of their momentum, everything they were going for. They're the ones that had the least amount of money. Yeah, remember, NWA is being financially propped up solely by Billy Corgan. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to throw all of his uh, pumpkins money away on a, at what is best. It could be what? At best, the number four. Five company in North America? WWE. AEW. Impact. Impact, Ring of Honor. MLW. MLW. So sixth. At best, the number six North American company? GCW in in some eyes. Uh, In some eyes. Because they get more. They're on fight TV. Indie-wise. Indie-wise, they're bigger. Uh, But 
But that's it. Because, yeah. I mean, they're bigger than Defy. Because they were, at least they had a yeah. presence in pay-per-view. Yeah. So, Jesus, number like, seven? Maybe seven? Are you going to throw away all your money nope. on the number seven company? Nope. No. No. Nope. But it's like, yeah, you are saying Ziggy Dice was there promising, and now it's like, uh, what do they do? You have Thunder Rosa on AEW you know now. she's looking to sign. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which they need her. Mm-hmm. That would help so much. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's, it's, you know, with COVID happening right now, it's, it put into place of what wrestling fans and all the world would be like, okay, how can they, what can you do during this time? Dirty tried it, then realized halfway through, they need to try to do more than halfway through. Let's try Thunderdome. It worked for about a couple of weeks. Now it's kind of, you ignore it. You, I can't stand it. Yeah. It's, I, I like the Capital Wrestling Center. Yeah. It's some Thunderdome, but not to the point of like, I mean, I, honestly, I'm getting to the point with the Thunderdome shows where it's like, I might, I'm afraid by the end of three hours of Raw, I'm going to have a splitting headache from how fucking bright it is. It's like, can you, can you calm down a little bit on the, yeah. on the lights? Can you just, you have that, then you, but it's just like them trying to figure out what they can do and like, you know, empty arenas and then different camera shots and then. You know, you can hear the cameraman talk now, and it's just like everybody's wanting this, you know, waiting for the day to end. Well, in Japan, they had a pretty full house for the G1 Finals. Did they now? Because, Did they? Because people in Japan aren't stupid and took this shit seriously, and um, they're handling it. Because uh, they're handling it because they just did the com- all G1, which at one point at this time... Didn't even know if they could even get it to happen. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, at least they got it off when they were supposed to. Because originally, it's a summer tournament, but it was always scheduled for this time frame this year because originally, before COVID, the Olympics were in Tokyo this summer. There was no way they could do anything like this then, so they pushed it back. So now it'll be be pushed back again next year because their goal, if willing, is for the Olympics to take place next year. I don't think it is. Can I ask you something? Yes. Before you move on with it, better timing. Do you think? Do you think this did? What was better this time? Like this time frame, late summer, early fall, or all summer? It's a good, you know, and it's something I thought about while watching it. There are pluses and minuses to both. If you do it this summer, like they've always done. You have more time to defend the briefcase and set up kingdom. Whereas by the time this was over on the 19th of October, there's one more show, Power Struggle. Then you have, they're doing a World Tag League slash Best of the Super Juniors together. Mm -hmm. But there'll be no, you know, big title matches on that. Because if it was a, like, normal world Mm -hmm. and they did more shows, it might be the rush of... In my eyes, the rush of defending the briefcase is more important because you don't have X, Y, and Z amount of shows yeah. instead of, well, it ends in July. It's you more, have six months till G- uh, January 4th. It's tougher for the people challenging for the briefcase because mm-hmm. there's only so many opportunities, so get in there. Mm-hmm. I can see for both. Uh, they announced that Wrestle Kingdom will be two nights again this year, um, which shocked me because I know... Uh, the wrestlers didn't particularly enjoy it. And the crowd, the fans, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was like, all right, 
it was a cool for a one time thing. Um, what day is that in our time? The fourth and fifth. That would be of January. So it would be Saturday night going to Sunday, and Sunday night going into Monday. This hey, year. my weekends. Mm-hmm. Hey. But yes, uh, so two nights again. Uh, the G1 was pretty good. Kota Ibushi won the G1 tournament, beating Sonata in the finals. Sonata, like I told you off air, maybe the most proficiently good, boring wrestler ever. I just, he's, he, he's getting a little more flair, but Jesus Christ, it's slow coming, Joe. Is the Sonata hype train still there? You know what I mean? Because I'm like, when we had uh, Rick here, the idea was Sonata should go to WWE because he has the look that they want and they can try to get the and he does. viewers. He's got the look that the WWE wants. Mm-hmm. Um, in Japan, it seems to be going okay. In North America, there's a bit of a, yeah, I'm not feeling Sonata so much from most people. Mm-hmm. But in Japan, the crowds there seem to gravitate towards him still, and he's getting a little more over that way. So I guess it just depends on where you are. And since their main business is Japan, you can't fault him for going with pushing him. Mm-hmm. Abushi and Naito at Wrestle Kingdom, most likely, um, is the right choice this year. You uh, will, Abushi will win. Now that he's under contract and he's proven he's loyal, now it's his turn. Yeah, lights will so, be a little bright for uh, Mr. Naito this yep. upcoming. <laughs> the lights will be bright for Naito, says Jeff. Uh, but no, that, that's the right call. It's his turn. Let him see what he can do. Um, Will Ospreay turning heel on Okada uh, is awesome. Uh, what's your thoughts of uh, New Japan bringing back the old guys to be with the young guys? Because who uh, who uh, joined Mr. Uh, uh, the Great Okan? He's not even old. He's actually one of the young guys they sent away to Britain and just forgot about him for like four years. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, they, he used to be Oka, young lion Oka. Oh, yeah. And uh, they sent him over to Britain, and it didn't go well at first. And then you just kind of forgot about him as time went on. And so when he shows up, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Oka. God damn. Now he's Okan. Yeah, the great Okan. Oh, Okan. Um. I like it. It's a new guy. Again, they're really good at getting new guys in and trying to make them. Mm-hmm. May not always work, but not dick to go. Yeah. That's sold as shit. Um <laughs> I don't know what they do with evil. it looks like they're gonna have a bullet club civil war with Jay White and Evil part of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Well this time it looks like if I had to guess, and it's strictly a guess, it's Jay White turning babyface and everybody going with evil. So it's not really a civil war, it's just those two. And so you're saying decision. it's like it's Hogan Nash round one. It reminds me more of when AJ left New Japan. Okay. Where Omega attacked him and everybody was like, yep, we'll go with him. Yeah. Um, that's how I think that's how it's so going to confirm uh, Jay White to WWE. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Tanahashi is going after Kenta's US title match as Moxley is still the champion, but can't fucking defend it ever. Because he's not allowed to defend it in America. And can't fly over. And he can't fly over there. My guess is Tanahashi comes over here beginning of the year. Because now that the old guy's gone, then there has been some talk between AEW and New Japan of doing a working relationship. I would not be surprised if this whole thing is to set up Tanahashi coming over to fucking AEW. And maybe not wrestling for that belt. But making his presence known for because Moxley he was and setting that up because yeah, yeah, the he, the internet 
fan base jumped off the rails when uh, two weeks ago they did the 30-year anniversary of Jericho, and Tanahashi was one of the guys that were, was wishing him a uh, congratulations, happy anniversary. anniversary. And that came about just because he's one of Jericho's favorite people. Mm-hmm. And Tanahashi loves Jericho, so yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. But there's more. There's smoke to that. To that fire smoking them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there, yeah. there is there is smoke to that fire. Um, they're looking now that the that the president of New Japan stepped down. He was the main one that wanted nothing to do with AEW because of the Bucks and because Omega. Of the Bucks and Omega. Yeah. Now that he's leaving and a new guy's taking over, that's softened. So we might see it. It's no coincidence that all of a sudden Tanahashi gives a shit shit about a possible U.S. title match. Yeah, you know, with COVID, it's just that whole, uh, the unknown of what to do with the stuff. Like, you know, Moxie's been U.S. champion in New Japan for almost a year now, and you don't even know that because of this, and he can't fly over. Yeah, he won a January 4th, and it's just... It's almost a year. And you know what? And it would make sense to get Tanahashi over here, A, because the U.S. title could be defended in America. And if they do have a relationship... They could do the match on Dynamite. Helps the uh, the idea of the New Japan U.S. show. And it's the biggest star they have coming over. So, But also, it makes sense in this way. You have to do a strict two-week quarantine in Japan once you get there if you come from somewhere else. You don't got to do that in America. So the only thing that would suck is that Tanahashi would then have to fly back to Japan and do the two-week quarantine. But at least he'd have the belt at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't even know. So it may be how they go about it. We'll see. But it's we'll interesting. See. Yeah. It's interesting with uh, with it being a two-night show again and how many matches you put on, you know, they're who go- gets night one, who gets they're night two. They're going to have to have a money-making second main event because they can't do the tournament like they did this past year. Mm-hmm. So outside of Naito and Ibushi, which will sell out the first night, However many that's allowed to be, by the way. Body yeah, that's true. They have to have a second match that's just as hot for the second night. Any ideas? Or my guess is do, that do, 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 Okada Osprey could be built to be that big if they do it right. That could be money match number night too. Because I mean Okada's guaranteed. That yeah. that's a draw. Yeah. So really you just have to heat up Osprey enough. And I think they could do that. I think they could, yeah. Uh, good to see that his uh, Osprey's wife, his girlfriend, wife, girlfriend, girlfriend is now part of his faction. Yeah, hey, yeah, which again makes sense because they bought Stardom, which she's the champ of. So, get some eyes on the Stardom brand, the belt, the champ. Again, it's this good cross promotion. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's how business should be ran, Joe. Should be, but you know it's not. <laughs> Hate to, you know, kind of see that. But, you know, uh, interesting, right? I can't wait for New Japan. Um, that time of the year where uh, we stay up till 4 a.m. It's a tradition that's fun. Yeah. So I got to make sure I uh, request those days. Get a good old JR over here. Yeah. Um, one last thing I want to ask you. Yes. Your thoughts on, and I like the idea, but they played it wrong. The 30 days of Undertaker for the WWE Network. They're trying, it's October, so they're trying to boost that. They have a documentary about Undertaker and Kane, which is supposed to go to um, 
like the indie or like indie shows and stuff. The uh, documentary. Documentary, yeah. yeah. I like the idea, sir. Okay, but hear me out. You don't do thirty days of Undertaker on October twenty first or twenty. You know, the twenty fifth, like the la- almost the last Sunday of the month. Then you start celebrating them. I would like it. I was mildly indifferent to it. Yeah. I had no thought process at all until I heard why they're doing it. And then I got irrationally angry about it. <laughs> uh, because, like anything WWE. Because apparently they're pushing for him to work Survivor Series. So this is to get him out there. <sighs> yeah, that right there. That's what I did when I read that. But there were... Uh huh, but mm-hmm. there he, yeah. Vince didn't, like, Vince didn't like that. Vince is on record. Uh, Taker said in an interview that Vince hated the ending of that documentary and was pissed off when he saw it because he didn't know Taker was fucking retiring. So then go <laughs> well fuck and then call it good because the rumor is in the render is that fans are back in for WrestleMania next year. It's gonna be him and Cena part two. <laughs> Great. Yeah, no, this I did is... not know about Survivor Series. Yeah. I don't like that. No, nope, I um, hope it doesn't happen. What but... do you think of the untold that they're going to do? The Randy Orton Taker story. I hadn't heard about it. They're doing like a, one of those untold kind of things about him and Randy. Interesting. But like, I, it's one of those things of like, I, I get the idea that you're trying to do 30 years of, or 30 days of Undertaker or whatever. But you started like the second to last week of October. Like it's yeah. you need to do it the f- day one. Day it's, one. It's, it's fucking October. Yeah. Right. Why don't you do more Halloween Havoc themes on the network to pump old stuff to have people? Hey, you know what? I'm gonna come back to watch this. But you know it's WWE in 2020, and they don't know what the hell they're running. That's the fucking truth. But I do know one thing: we're running out of time, so let's wrap it up. Uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts and read our lovely words at nosoentertainment.com. You can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. And, you know, 2020, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>